0: hello my beautiful queens and of course kings we are back with our second episode you guys i am super excited to tackle the nitty-gritty of today's topic i was super cautious with today's title for one i know personally after my assault i would have never wanted to be labeled anything let alone a victim i feel like i just wanted to like disassociate myself with the whole entire assault like you know i just didn't want anyone to know that that happened to me i you know because it's like you can't ever get back that intimate that first time you're intimate with someone and so i thought ignoring it would just make it go away but Eventually diving deeper into my healing, I was like, "Erica, that ain't gonna work." So after opening up, I'm like, "Okay, Erica, how are you gonna introduce yourself at these gender-based violence conferences that you're gonna attend, or even opening up with other um, so-called victims? Like, what is like, what's you gonna be your label? Like, how are you gonna introduce yourself? Like, you know what I'm saying?" Um, and so, according to my Google search definition of what a victim actually is, it's a person that is harmed, injured or even killed as a result of a crime or an accident. You see, people, we're not just victims of a crime or an accident. We're victims of a whitewashed patriarchal system that paints this narrative that both black and brown and also both male and female assault stories don't matter. And sadly, that narrative is one of the main reasons I personally didn't come out. Questions like who would care or who would even take action Always filled my mind, but it wasn't until later that I realized I'm not just a victim, but I'm also a survivor. But as we move into today's topic, getting what I deserve. Now, listen, I know this is a hard one. This is this is a deep one for a lot of my fellow trauma victims. We feel so complacent and content that we feel like speaking up more will ruin this little fantasy human when in reality, it would either make it better or truly get you closer to God's vessel that he or she has specifically designed for you. My mom would always say, if a baby has shit on itself, it'll cry and cry until someone someone actually brings it to their attention, you know? Why would you metaphorically sit down and be comfortable with shit on you? It's stupid and quite frankly, only detrimental to yourself. If you're not comfortable When him or her or they are calling you only for nighttime links, secretive visitation hours, or i pull up in my vehicle, you come outside, we get an end. If you're not comfortable with that or you're not comfortable with them touching you a certain way or acting a certain way on media accounts or not even media accounts, but in person, like when you guys are together around your friends, if you're not comfortable with that shit, speak the fuck up. Like, now... (laughs) I wouldn't be Erica if I didn't address why you are feeling this way or why you're so needing and deserving of this person. Honey, it's called codependency. That is both excessive emotional and psychological reliance on a partner. Learn that word and remove that shit from your fucking vocabulary. How do you know if you're a codependent person? They say that you've experienced trauma nine times out of ten you people please you have low self-esteem your denial of both your needs and your feelings sort of what we're addressing before painful emotions always resonate with you such as fear and anxiety and depression now i wouldn't be me if i didn't give y'all a little backstory so i remember when i was dating one of my first boyfriends y'all and I tell y'all, Shadi was in love. Shadi was like, oh my God, it's my little boo. Like, you know, this is great. Like, this is great. Someone's finally choosing me. Someone actually wants to be with me. Like, this is amazing. This has never happened before. Someone actually understands my story because he was one of the first guys that I actually opened up to about my assault. And I was like, he actually understands where I'm coming from. He can... Put my pain aside and, like, we can just focus on being happy. Like, I was super, like, grateful for him. And I'm just like, yo, where did this man come from? But I didn't realize that I was actually dating a narcissist. But whatever, it's cool. So things began to turn in the relationship. So he had a thing where sex was such a big part for him. And at the time, I had been two years it had been 2 years from my assault so i was a little still uncomfortable with the idea of sex let alone why should i enjoy it or why should it be a thing for me so um that was like i should have known that was like a red flag right there but like i just kept like pushing myself to be in this relationship cuz i'm like oh he makes me so happy like you know I just want to be loved. I just want somebody to care about me. Like, you know, I was just, you know, I was just in that space where I just needed, I needed someone. I needed someone there. Like I was, I had my codependent tendencies, like I needed this man in order to be happy. And it was sad. Like I needed that man in order to be happy. Like if I didn't have him at that point in time, I would have been deeper into my depression. Like I feel like when we were dating, like I kind of put my depression and anxiety aside. So it was kind of like, he was like a blocker. But back to the story. So he's like, so like fixated on sex, like sex, 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 sex. Like literally that's like, this man was like a horny humping dog. That's all he wanted to do. So, um, one day, um, it was supposed to be, I was supposed to go to school, like, y'all see, I'm bad, um, I had just gotten my, uh, car, like, I was, yeah, I was in high school, y'all, so I had just gotten my car, I was grown, like, you no, know, I'm like, okay, period, like, you know, and it was, like, senior year, so I'm like, you know, like, y'all, I'm gonna pull up whenever I feel like it, you feel me, so he was like, oh, like, you want to come over so I was like you know okay like you know all right fuck it like you know I was like I'm fucking with it I'm I fucks with it like you know I'm like okay we're gonna like have some like downtime we're gonna like actually spend time with each other because senior year was really hard for like it was hard for me like I was struggling in silence because I was dealing with all my college applications all my scholarships like I was just a busy woman my senior year and all the clubs I was on like I was busy you feel me so I'm like okay like I get time with my boyfriend cool 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 So I go over there, you know, we're, like, watching a movie, you know, a little Netflix. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And he's, like, touching me and touching me, and I'm just kind of, like, we had recently had the conversation where I told him, I was, like, like I just, it's not that I don't want to have sex with you, it's just that I'm not mentally or physically in the space to have sex right now like right now it's kind of just like, like mind you like we did have sex before so it was like i'm just like some days like i'm not gonna be with it like and i was like you just have to understand and he's like you know like i understand Like, you know and i hate people like that who are just like oh yeah i understand like they're so quick to be like i understand when in reality they really do not understand like they don't understand at all and that's the sh- that bothers me like yo that's the that's the okay whatever So he was like, yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you, I get you. So why, when I'm at his house, he's, like, touching on me. He's, like, trying to, like, you know, grab my vagina. He's, like, trying to finger me. I'm just, like, bro, like, I was, like, um, I was, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, you know, not, not, like, what are you doing? But I was kind of, like, expressing, like, my body language was off. Like, my face, like, kind of, like, said it all. And I was kind of just, like, why is he not, like, picking up on it? And, like, at the time, like, I just didn't want to, like, anger him because it was moments before it was like times before that like when I would be like nah like I'm not with it like he would just be like and like he would have an attitude for like the rest of the time we're hanging out and I would kind of just be like bro I can't wait till this motherfucker gets in his uber and like goes the fuck home like you know what I'm saying like I would be like so tight so I was like you know I really just I'm not in the mood to like have him like upset with me and I'm not in the mood to be in an argument with him so let's go back to our list of how do you know if you're codependent It was people-pleasing. That's right there. And it was also a denying of both my needs and feelings. My needs at that time were to be not touched and to just watch a movie. And my feelings were uncomfortable. And I just... I was not... Like, I was not comfortable with the situation. So, he's like, you know... Then he, like, you know, he tries to, like, put the moves on me, you know. He, like, starts pulling down my pants. I'm kind of just like, bro, like, bro, like... And I'm the type of person... Where if something's uncomfortable, like, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to say it. I'm really not. Like, it's, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to lay there. And that's kind of, like, what I did. Like, he got on top. He, like, forced himself onto me. And I just laid there. I laid there. Y'all, I laid there. I let this man who said he understood my feelings, what I needed out of life and whatnot. I let this man ultimately rape me again I let this man victimize me once again I let this man take the power away from me and so I understand you guys I understand when you guys are like man I just don't know what to do I I want to be in a relationship I want to date I want to but if you can't speak up for yourself if you can't disregard those codependent tendencies if you can't find a partner who's willing to put their all into you and actually understand what the f- is going on? Like, you don't need to be in a relationship. I get it. We all want to be loved. We all want to be felt. We all want to have a message waiting for us in the morning. We all want someone to just spontaneously surprise us. We all want to. But if you can't move past the things that are detrimental and the things that will they will, it will eventually compromise who you are. Like, literally, after that situation happened, I wasn't even recovering Erica. I was just blah blah, blah, blah's bitch real talk like I was just yeah I'm his bitch like honestly I do whatever he wants me to do I buy him whatever I do whatever just to make him happy not because I'm happy or I'm satisfied in my relationship I was long done with the relationship like we were together for a year and seven months I was done with the relationship about month five but I honestly like I said I just wanted to have someone that was on me I wanted someone who was like all about me like you know I just wanted that feeling of yeah like I'm important I'm that girl like I'm not I'm not you know I'm saying like everybody knows that he's my man like you know what I'm saying like I just wanted that type of feeling going on because I thought it wasn't possible for me to ever be in a relationship after my assault I just thought that no one would find me attractive knowing that like that happened to me and that I experienced that and it's sad but it's the real truth you know guys and the bottom line for me is don't let no motherfucking body guilt you into no shit you don't want or you ain't proud of for this idea of love. Don't let nobody make you do anything you're not comfortable with. Like literally leaving his um spot after that. Like I just, I just, like I said, I wasn't even Erica no more. I was just like, I'm just here. Like I was just living. Like I just felt disgusting like I literally went home I took a shower I cried like literally I felt disgusting and I'm not gonna lie like there's been other times where I've compromised myself in that same sense and I always revisit revisit that moment and I'm just like damn like what would have happened if I would have spoke up for myself in that moment like how would that have led me to avoiding men and or other situations of the like of this nature like how would I how would that how would me speaking up for myself in that moment have changed my ultimate trajectory if that makes sense like just imagine what type of boss i would be like telling like telling these men like yo like that's not what i want to do like that's not what i'm cool with you either gonna listen or you not or you gonna leave like you feel me like i have a friend like that she's so dope and she's so like she will never let anyone like you know tell her what's what's not what and i'm like yo i aspire to be like you bro like i aspire to be like yo if you can't give me this you gotta go and that's my hashtag for the day you gotta hashtag you gotta go like you feel me like and also hashtag love yourself first shorty like really love yourself first shorty or you know king you feel me because my kings we be going y'all be going through that shit too like i've heard some stories i've talked to a lot of y'all and they've opened up about that and i was like damn really they was like yeah I didn't even want to like I wasn't even trying to be with, with I wasn't even trying to be with that partner at the time I wasn't trying to like engage in any of that type of thing but I felt like as a man I had to because as a man you're you're labeled as this and a third so don't let nobody tell you something that you're uncomfortable don't no don't do it hashtag love yourself first like I said you guys the bottom line to today's episode is you are worthy of the love you require So go get it. I'm going to say that one more time before we end this episode. You are worthy of the love you require. Go get it. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back, of course, with episode three next Monday at 6 p.m.